It's hard to believe that 2022 is coming to a close soon. I'm so grateful for this space that we hold together. So thank you for being here. Over the past couple of months, I've been experiencing a full-scale season of change with my company, my family, and myself. That means many weeks have had a flurry of activity that could leave me feeling tired, less motivated, and sometimes like I'm not enough. So I found myself needing to return to practices that ground me and keep me focused on what matters most. And in seasons like these, for me, I find it's important to create space to sit down and write. I grab a cup of coffee, a candle, and an empty notebook, and it's just the right atmosphere for self-reflection and for new ideas to take shape. So while sitting down to brainstorm, I discovered an opportunity to serve you in a new way. I'm excited to be sharing this series with you, created from my heart and born out of a desire to share some of my own learning, very practical ways to create space for what matters most in the months ahead. I'm launching this series called The Weekly Unplanner, and it's all about allowing something beautiful to emerge this season, giving ourselves the gift of time without sacrificing the things that are still so important to us in work and life. This week, I'll be talking about setting up your week to feel more intentional, meaningful, and focused, and it usually starts with Sunday Rhythms. I'll be sharing with you what most of the Sundays look like for me, and I'll be using the Weekly End Planner as my guide. You can head to my website to join the five-week series and receive the mini planner as a gift. Even in the midst of a to-do list, there is a way to practice a Sunday rhythm that works with your current life season and schedule. On Sundays, I do like to take time to do personal reflection. And when I look back on a time when I fully enjoyed a Sunday, a time when it was refreshing, joyful, meaningful, and restful, a few things came to mind for me. Time to meditate or pray and write, time in nature, connecting with my family or close friends, and cooking a meal that I didn't have time to make during the week. This past week, I found that I wanted to have a mix of solitude to embrace some family time and to enjoy time in nature with a twist, heading out for a little holiday fun. So, first I started the day with contemplative prayer, meditation, and some reading and writing. It happened to be a Sunday where only a couple of my family members had commitments, so there was a little more room for me to spend extra time and space for these activities. Music is a very important aspect of life in our home, and often on Sundays we include music in some form whether it's at church or at home or just a ride in the car. I wanted the day to feel nostalgic and fun, so after I spent time in solitude, I headed downstairs to make pancakes for breakfast. I turned on a playlist of fun, nostalgic songs from all the kids' Christmas movies we used to watch as they were growing up. It warmed my heart so much, I couldn't help but feel joy. Spending time in nature looked like heading out as a family to pick a Christmas tree. We grabbed coffees and hot cocoa, we set the playlist, and headed out on a scenic drive through a national park to a small farm outside the city. It was such a fun time together, and we kept it simple. We weren't there more than an hour. I find that time is often about understanding a good enough feeling and mentality. Recognizing when you or your loved ones are at the limit and ready to get on with the rest of the day. 
This has allowed us to create a little more freedom around how we spend our time together. For me, all of these activities activated the parasympathetic nervous system and engaged positive emotions like hope, joy, and optimism. And they helped me to be open to possibilities and bring an opportunity to create more resonant relationships. This is important to note because while it may feel like a nice to have to engage in renewal activities, it's actually essential to our effectiveness as leaders, parents, coaches, teachers, friends. Our emotions are contagious And when we're constantly under stress, focused on only managing our time and activating our sympathetic nervous system, we may find ourselves more and more frequently closing down in a defensive posture, less open and flexible and creative. The brain loses capability to learn. We feel anxious, nervous, or even depressed. We may perceive things people say and do as negative or threatening, and as a result, more stress is aroused. This is based on the sacrifice syndrome from Richard Boyatzis on intentional change theory. So it's not simply a nice to have. It's essential that we attend to ourselves holistically, taking time for renewal activities that activate the parasympathetic nervous system and engage positive emotions. One way we're exploring this is to give dedicated time on Sundays for these activities. For me, Once I reflected on the best parts of a Sunday rhythm that felt joyful and restful, I want to look ahead at how I might make these important elements a part of my routine most of the time. By understanding it may not need to look the same way every time, but it's more important that it captures how I want to feel and how I actually renew, it allows more freedom and flexibility as I plan the rest of the month ahead. First, I start planning ahead by marking down the Sundays on the calendar that I know I have an event or a commitment. That way, I set the expectation ahead of time. And I might want to look at these commitments now with ways to be mindful or offer authentic connection, since I know that's important to my renewal. Then, I leave room in the calendar. I know that I don't want to have every Sunday fully booked with no open space. I like to keep Sundays as free as possible to make sure I'm committed to reflection, time in nature, and connection with those I love. I also understand that it may look the same or different from Sunday to Sunday, but the core elements can remain the same. Reflection may be at church or at home, depending on the week. Time in nature may be with family, friends. It may just be me alone sitting outside or sitting with my family or my husband by the fire in the evening or it may be a 20-minute walk in the neighborhood. Some weeks, it might be something more if we want to go out for fun. Sledding, hiking, a walk by the lake. Connection with those I love may also be taking time with a meal together, visiting grandparents or other family, calling a friend, or planning a board game night with friends. I've found it's also important for me to have some time at home on the weekend, and I mostly like that to be on Sundays, to catch up before the week starts. I may need to do some cleaning, laundry, or some other preparations for the week ahead. By creating a plan around what you want to experience and how you want to renew and feel ready for the week, instead of only keeping it to a should-do or standard to-do list, you open up your calendar for more opportunities to be flexible and even potentially fit something in at the last minute without sacrificing the desire to be prepared for the week ahead. I like to consider my Sundays a true day of renewal, 
and it allows me to dedicate time to those activities with less guilt or fear of missing out. There will certainly be exceptions, like travel, gatherings, or other commitments. But by looking ahead at those while also keeping your favorite routines for renewal in mind, you'll begin to enjoy it all much more and will start to feel like yes and no becomes easier when an opportunity comes up. If you want to learn more about unplanning your time, head to my website and hit the button to join the five-week series on creating time for what matters most. And I'll leave you with this. Maybe, most important, when we attend to ourselves by developing our minds, taking care of our bodies, understanding and using the power of our emotions, and attending to our spirituality, however we choose to do so, we begin to reach our full potential as people. From Boyatzis and McKee in Resonant Leadership.